Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Dodgers made some final moves. The A's get some bullpen pieces. Other stuff happened as well. We're going to discuss everything. A lot of small moves happening. How about it? Hello and welcome, Jake. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. My name's Jimmy. Sit next to me is Jake in California. We got Trevor Plouffe behind the desk. We have producer Bug Bug Dude, and we are presented by DraftKings. How about that? How about that? We got some a, a ton of moves. Spring training starts tomorrow. A ton of moves made were made over the weekend. Kind of small moves. So it's a lot of groundskeeping on today's episode. Quick reminder, you know more about your favorite team than we do. Mm. Unless it's the Yankees. We're we're Jake and I are well versed in the Yankees, but someone might know more than us, you My know. Rocks, you know. You should don't... talk about them a lot this year. Yeah. I'm excited for the Diamondbacks TPP to drop that we recorded the other day. Excited for that one yeah. to Oof. hit the airwaves. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by Jessica Jankowski. That's a great name. Jay Jank. Jessica Jankowski. Michael Koos. Adam Rude. Austin Gately. Patrick Parsons. Cameron Guzzo. Mm. Guzzo. G U Z Z O, like Cuzzo, Out but of the Guzzo. Bullpen, yeah. That's a bullpen, yeah. yeah. Cam Guzzo. Here comes Guzzo. Grayson Norris. Brent Erickson. Luke. Zach Allen. Kyle Presley. Garrett Finley. Nicholas Collins. Reese Calvin. Christopher Bray. Alex Harrison. Vincent Venturella. William Goodwin, Charles Crawford, Maddie Helgett, Travis Bellinger, Belanger. It's different than Bellinger, but I'm going to say Bellinger. Saul Rodriguez and Christopher Ditchfield. Congrats to all of them for having names that were pretty easy to pronounce. I've been put through the gauntlet a lot recently. That was pretty easy. So anyway, welcome to the show. I'm excited. Jake, how are you doing? James, Trevor, David Mendelson. Good morrow. That doesn't sound right. I'm doing well, man. Uh, spring training begins. Uh, pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. That's exciting. Again, weird up and down emotions with it because I, I should be there. I should be. I should be getting loose. Coaches should be looking at me, saying he looks good this year. But uh, instead, I'm uh, I'm up in Nueva York, and uh, I'm excited, man. You know, it's it's good seeing these guys. You know, pick their spring training homes. I think, uh, you know, some of these veterans are just <laughs> looking for a spot to know where they're going to go. So even if they showcase themselves for a month and they can get that non roster release and, and go to a better home or an injury, whatever. So I'm excited, man. And it's starting to like off season's kind of over, Trev. It is, and love is in the air. We had Valentine's Day. I don't know what you guys ended up doing. I had a great, great night. Yes, Jim, women do belong in sports. Huge. They do belong, and they, and they deserve to be treated nicely. Did you guys get flowers? Did you do a card? No. Nope. Please tell me you did. No. Nope. I didn't. Uh, Katie hates Valentine's Day more than me. I'm a James, Trev, James, I'm James. Trev. Dexter Fowler just put this out on his Instagram. Mm. He said, guys, it doesn't matter if she tells you she's not into flowers or cars or anything. Just get her some flowers. So, Trev, do you want me to bring Katie in here? Because she hears people say that. I was listening to a podcast once, 
where the guy was saying that she says that's so fucking annoying when I say I don't want flowers I'm not a baby and hiding my emotions I truly don't so I'm not gonna go get her flowers I I, sh- I shower I shower Caitlin with love every day I'm a sappy sappy mm. guy mm. so Stop. I'm gonna send her flowers I too will send her flowers <laughs> I get but, her flowers sometimes Forget about all that. If you, you look, your Done. relationship might be an anomaly. Everybody else, get your girl some flowers. I'll, I, I will I'm, say this: get them on a different day, get so there's like flowers. a different sure. reason. Yeah, boost the account. One hundred percent. I want you guys to realize that not only was love in the air for us mm. common folk, but love is in the air for a lot of our big league former bachelors. We have. Yeah. Cole Tucker official showing up IG official. Yeah. It's official as official gets big one. We that have Jack dating? Flaherty official as official gets po- uh, pictures, stories. We have Scott Kingery pictures, Who's flowers, Cody Bellinger, the, the whole gang, the AZ boys. Up, and I don't know how to feel about it. Trev baseball seasons here, man. You can't be thinking about that. Is it going to be good for the guys' games all locked up? Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah. All of those guys. I have Cole Tucker as my lead for the NL MVP currently. Um, He's winning right now. How uh, Were you getting nasty in Calabasas for Valentine's Day or what? I did Malibu. We went to uh, one of our favorite spots for dinner yeah, out there. Awesome that. Uh, first time at a restaurant in a long time because LA is still a complete disaster. Yeah. And then we ended up meeting uh, Braun and his wife, his lovely wife, Larissa. We got Ooh. a drink in Nobu. So it was nice. Nice. Uh, nice night. Where did he say he was signing again? Team, Team Israel. Israel. Yeah, Team Israel. Okay. Keep up. Yeah. I just like, so like then, getting you, know, you guys had to a good weekend. That's fantastic. I cooked lunch and dinner. That was my uh, Valentine's gift. EBD made out with his grandma. Yeah. Again. I don't blame him. Um, they call it practice. Awesome. We have breaking news. <laughs> is it, is it <laughs> that not, was the news. Is, that, is it not? Are you just distracting? Is this a passing no, to mean, change Jeff the passed, subject? Or, uh, what time? Mathis just signed with the Phillies. Oh, wow. Who? Who? Yeah. Who? Mathis. Jeff Mathis. Yeah. 1.8 million oh. if he makes the MLB roster. Yeah. I think you were trying to change the subject. Yeah. JT Real Mucho. Who's, who who's the other catchers there right now? And Girardi Man. can still strap it on. Girardi, Torres. back up. Torres, yeah. Torres is a they love Andrew Knapp there. It's going to be tough for Mathis to break that roster. Switching and catcher gives you a good at uh, bats. Pitching staff loves him. Jim? So. Yeah. Can we talk about the MLB favorites? Yeah, the Dodgers did a lot of stuff. I think they kind of ended their offseason as spring training's about to start. The first news is uh, we got some insight into Bauer's contract. On his end, it's the same. He gets the same guaranteed money that we thought, $40 million year one and $45 million and then 23 or whatever it is. But on the Dodgers' end, they did some real tricky stuff to k- make the cap hit as little as possible it's so interesting. So he's going to get a $10 million signing bonus in 2021. $10 million signing bonus. And if he opts out, there's a $2 million buyout. And his 
on the book salary for year one is 28. So he's guaranteed $40 million, but the his salary, quote-unquote, is only $28 million, which is just funky math. Uh, the next year, his salary bumps up to $32 million with a $15 million buyout if he opts out. That's a damn pricey buyout. So this doesn't change anything. It's just kind of Hollywood math uh, that the Dodgers are doing for their salary luxury tax reasons. So if he doesn't opt out, the first year he'll make $38 million then. If he plays the second year. Is that $10 million signing bonus and 28 in salary. If he opts out, there's $2 million buyout. So, yeah, I guess then it would be 28 for the first year. 38 Yeah. Um, and then if he doesn't opt out in year two, then the 2023 salary becomes $32 million. So he's still going to get his money. What? Um, why wouldn't the team just give the entire thing as a signing bonus? Because I, I've I've said this before. I don't know why. Yeah, I think we're getting in some weeds way. we don't want to get into. There's got to be I'm some rules and uh, accounting. But, anyway, yeah, I don't really know exactly the purposes between the funky math. There's an article. Jared Diamond wrote it. Could reach out. Why don't the, the Yankees contacts. just give Giancarlo Stanton a $30 million signing No, bonus? because it's still – there's still – caveats that make it part of the AAV, yeah, but the, like you can only get if so he gets bought, bought out that ends up landing on the AAV. So I, I don't know. We're in a weird area. And it's still just the total value is what the AAV is based on. So I don't know. Yeah. It it's doesn't help a lot of money. Any way you look stuff. at it. Yeah. We're definitely not a math bot. So no, it was dicey to even enter this round. I thought we were going to Turner. I thought Turner was the news. Well, I mean, we're just going in order of the topics to discuss on our sheet. I thought Turner should have been first. I'll take Shop.johnboymedia.com. Add. Turner, back to the Dodgers. Two years, $34 million. I mean, we all kind of knew he was going to go back to the Dodgers. I said it a while ago. He breaks the news himself, beats beats every reporter to the punch. It's kind of fun. And then, uh, I don't know. Do you want to – I mean, I, we knew this was going to happen. It's not a shock. We looked at Turner's numbers recently, and he's been damn good. Yeah. Like, kind of – kind of overshadowing he's been overshadowed by all the other stuff going on in LA what was it last eight seasons he had like an OPS plus of 130 or something stupid like that so yeah I I think the bigger story is you know LA the Dodgers had been quiet this offseason everyone assumed Turner we also hit a free agency where you know Turner was getting rumors everywhere Turner was getting Brewers rumors Turner was getting Nationals rumors Turner was getting Braves rumors from some real people. So, you know, in the end, it did turn up. I, th- I think he was just trying to get the the proper evaluation and price tag. But he goes home, Bauer, and low-key, the, the Dodgers, defending champions, have had one of the best off-seasons of any baseball team. So, um, I mean, I, I think I would – I'm pretty against, you know, running it back in any sport, especially baseball. Especially after watching the Chiefs, what what they did, they seemed like a layup, and they they got punched in the face in the Super Bowl. Tom, um, but man, these Dodgers, dude, they Bauer and Turner back the they're a force. They good uh, I'm, last I'm ten I'm years. If, what's that? I just want to correct it. Last ten years, Turner has averaged a one twenty nine OPS plus, or he's been one twenty nine OPS plus player. Last ten years, pretty good. I mean, when did he come into the league? 2009. 
with the Baltimore Orioles. Mm. You know, we, we, we heard some rumblings about the Brewers uh, making offers. We heard some rumblings, Dodgers. I don't think the Brewers necessarily were ever in real contention. They were going to have to blow the Dodgers offer out of the water. And I don't think they were going to get there. Um, so it seemed inevitable, inevitable that JT was going to be back with the Dodgers. You know, if you're him, there's no, why would you leave? You're a legend. You're from Southern California. You won the world series. That's you what I would say. He's pretty part of the culture there. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. Like for a guy to grow up in Southern California and then kind of start your career off the way he did to like have the Renaissance with the Dodgers and then go win the world series. Like he's, He's an L.A. legend, man. I don't know how else to put it. What's his home address? He's, uh, I think I might know it. Let me, let me check real quick. In case anyone wants to send him anything. Huge. No, he's, I think he's out. somewhere in the Valley, though. He reps the Valley. Wow. Oh, he does. Valley trash. No yeah. Valley I don't know if you trip. consider where he lives the Valley. Some people do, some people well, don't. Well, Valley Snob is who you are. Yeah. Hard to be a valley snob because people hate on the valley. This, if you if you like the valley, you're the opposite of a snob. Aren't you used to? Uh, wish I love the valley, but I just can't breathe when I'm there. Yeah, no, it's yeah, exactly. It's too hot. Yeah. Didn't she used to rent a convertible just to drive up and down Ventura Boulevard? Five. Mm. That wasn't you. I used to ride my bike up and down Ventura Boulevard, and I thought you used to uh, test ride convertibles and just ride from one dealer to the other, waving the hot chicks that wasn't you Mm-mm. i used to take Mm-mm. my corvette yeah <laughs> no that was jake that was jake that was jake i'd, I'd go up the five what? i'd connect to the, the 405, 405 and yeah. then i just get on and i'd rip sometimes i'd surf <laughs> i loved it oh my gosh it, would a surfboard hold you up Ooh, that's <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, wow. it's a long, it's a longboard, wow. longboard. Jake, Jake, you're oh, okay. you're fat, dude. <laughs> hey, you Man. were getting on me. You told you told me the eight year old me you look like twelve year old me. That was weird. Oh, that's the what a burn, <laughs> burn. Oh, you were a beast when you were young. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Damn. Uh, in other Padres news, because they have so much damn bullpen. They took one of their bullpen pieces, Caleric, and traded him to the A's for a minor league infielder, third baseman, second baseman, Sheldon Noose, who lit it up in AAA. Noisy. Noisy. Yeah. Noisy. Yeah. Noisy. Yeah. Okay. That's tough. Yeah. Noisy. Yeah. Ugh. Otherwise, I think it it looks, yeah. Okay. Noisy. Noisy. Uh, Well, they traded Caleric to Oakland. For Noisy, a guy named Gus Varland, mm. kind of looks like Sonny Gray. Um, and someone else was part of this deal. But really, they traded away Caleric, who's been pretty good. And he's got four years of control left. But, I mean, the Dodgers just have a surplus of arm talent. And relievers are pretty volatile. And I don't even think they really used him in the playoffs last year. So they just trade him and get some depth pieces. Maybe this noisy dude becomes the next Kike roaming infield hitter for them. Mm-hmm. I don't I really don't know the plan there. They all the the Dodgers also extended Austin Barnes um two years, four point three million arbitration. And they made another Wait, trade. What? what? They extended him? That was a two year deal? 
They just avoid arbitration. Yeah, they just bought out as arbitration. Deal. It was an arb deal. Oh, it can't be two years. Oh, oh. so two years in the total was 4.3? I'm sorry. I didn't see this one. I think so, yeah. Yeah. They're just okay. buying out as arbitration. Um, and they traded Dylan Floro to the Marlins for left-hand pitcher Alex Vesia. Ooh. And Kyle Hurt, who is the fifth round pick. So the Dodgers just kind of making some housekeeping moves here. I don't think any of these are really of note. I think for the A's, the Caleric deal is because he can be a very plus reliever. Um, and now they get him. And look out for this noisy kid to, you know, the Dodgers grab him and they can probably groom him and he's probably going to become a stud. So the A's also signed Sergio Romo and re signed uh, Petit. So the A's are making bullpen moves. The Dodgers are making ancillary moves. I think. How old are Sergio and Petit? Can we get on that BBD? Holy, you know, Petit seems like he's been in the league for 15 years. Combined age, or what are you looking mm. for here? Petit <laughs> is 36. Okay. Sergio's 38. Or going into his 38-year-old season. He's gross. Sergio year. could throw till he's 45. I mean, he just throws that slide ball up there. He's all good. Still tricking him. Still tricking him. Haircut, Still buddy. Still tricking him. My haircut partner. Uh, A's are, <laughs> <A's, laughs> are going to A. Um, yes. They've got a bunch of gross guys in the bullpen, and that hits on multiple levels. I mean, Diekman is kind of a flat-out stud, also comes from a gross arm angle. Romo, gross on many levels. Uh I'm healthy eater. Choleric, where he comes from. Trevino's been doing it for a little while now. Wendelkin, Petit. Like, these A's are going to do what the A's do. Like, I, I think it's weird. I've been trying to wrap my head around the offseason and, you know, who had the best offseason, blah, blah, blah. Like, look at Bassett's going to give them solid innings. Lazardo, Montes, Manaya, Fires. When you compare that rotation to a lot of others, that holds. They've got the bullpen. They've got the foul ground. This team's going to be able to pitch. It's how much can they hit? How much can Trev's Maddie Chapman come back to do it? But for the A's operating under their own gross rules, um, I mean, this A's team is going to do their things. And yeah, the Dodgers, you almost get grossed out when they're making moves. Um, Sheldon Noisy, I feel like he's a stocky infielder. Someone has said in our in our chat, Jacob Jensen, I'll shout him out in our YouTube sure. chat. He said Sheldon Noisy uh, is going to be the next Max Muncy. I was just going there. Oh, Jesus. Jacob Jacob Jensen beat you. No, he didn't. I was just talking. Oh, I was trying you, to get the you, words If you out. said it, Jacob would have been at home being like, Jake just stole my goddamn thing. Oh, God damn well, it. Let's hope I'm it's done. on the next Max Muncy because the A is just – Gave him away, so that's maybe four that. years of choleric ain't bad, and they got Chapman, Trev. Like this kid's been blocked because Chapman is the third baseman. He played a hundred and twenty six games at Triple A in twenty nineteen and absolutely raked. He had a three seventeen batting average, three eighty nine on base percentage. Like I think a lot of other teams, he probably cracks the roster, but unfortunately, the A's have one of the best third basemen in baseball, so he's a little bit blocked. I think that maybe as an A's fan, you're saying, oh, maybe we're going to stick with Chapman. Maybe we're going to extend him. I don't know. But, you know. It's cool to see Chapman go to the shortstop. That's not happening. Who did they just sign? They got got, Andrews. They got Elvis in the trade. Andrews. That's what he did. Traded for Andrews. Uh, Shell, yeah. I mean, look, if he's the next Max Muncy, the A's, that's, that's tough for them. 
He's a thick king. He's six foot two, thirty-two. He plays a little bit all around the infield. He's been mostly at second base for the A's. Um, you know, he's he's got some minor league numbers where he's hit pretty well. Interesting to see. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, the A's. If they think Sheldon Noisy could be a real piece, they wouldn't trade him even for four years of Caleric. So I don't know. Uh, you got to be scared trading with. The Dodgers, because, man, they can uh, – everything we just talked about. Muncie, Justin Turner, like they, uh, they've they got something something in the water there in L.A., not in the Valley. Yeah, I think this kid's – I don't know why the A's would trade him. Seems – seems I, we don't know everything, but whatever. They don't believe. His second picture on baseball reference – picture on baseball reference is funny. Looks like a bruiser. Oh, thick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, Muncy's listed at six foot two fifteen. Do what you want with that. Noisy listed at six <laughs> foot two thirty two. So noisy, honest, all in the ass. Muncy has lived in yeah. a few years. It's from Fossil Ridge High School in Keller, Texas. Hell yeah, sooner. Hmm. So that's all the Dodgers news, right? And then the A's news. Like the A's are, their bullpen got better. Well, they lost uh, Liam. They lost Liam. So yeah. we're kind of in uh, the pendulum swinging, and we'll see where it lands. They're doing their best to fortify it after losing Hendricks. They got what some do you names. Think Sergio Romo's look is going to be like. In mm. Is it going to be just shag, shag, oh. beard? Is it going to be cleaned up? What's uh, gonna yeah, it's going to be a lot of beard, Trev, because Gross. as a reliever, he only really pitches at night. And by the time he comes into the game, it's freezing in Oakland. So he's going to want the extra beard and the longer hair. He might even, like, wear undershirts. And then when it's hot, you know, for the first three innings, he'll just chill in the clubhouse. That's analysis. If you guys don't think Sergio Romo's got a beard oil that helps him twirl that slider a little bit, you're out of your mind. Of course he does. Out of course he your does. damn mind. That's why, all, that's why, like, Garrett Cole has long hair. Classic thing I come back to is when you're playing a team, do what the opponent doesn't want you to do. And a lot of these guys out of the bullpen, you just don't want to see them come in and be gross. For the A's. Yes. Yeah. Choleric, Petit, Romo, Diekman. They're just gonna Trevino. They're just gonna slop on you. Even their starting pitchers are guys you're uncomfortable about. Trev always talks about how Bassett's a weird at bat because he's a gangly MFR. Lazardo's twirling it from the side. Manaya's got some weird stuff going on. Um, He's really tall. Ace. That's the A's. Thanks for tuning in. Now I got to tell you a little bit about DraftKings, Trev. DraftKings is doing this crazy promotion for March Badness. You sign up, you use code JOMBOY, you make a bet, a $1 bet that you choose a team, Trev, right? And you say, I think this team's going to hit a three-pointer in the game. Dang. And you bet $1 on it. And if that team hits a three-pointer, then you get $100. So basically, mm. I mean, imagine if one team doesn't hit a three and that's the team you chose. It's tough. I think legally you got to like, I don't know, look in the mirror. Just really take in your decisions. Because this should be a no-brainer. 
All it takes is one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. It's a no-brainer. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook, and get in on all of the action. They also have hockey and soccer and a lot more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code JOHNBOY for new customers to get a shot at 100 to one odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in $425 free bets. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. I've been over-pronouncing DraftKings because everyone always says it sounds like I say DraftKings. Because I talk wrong. Guy told me I pronounce Twitter wrong once, and I said it to myself, and I do pronounce it wrong. It was eye-opening. People are the worst thing on the planet. What, how do you say Twitter? I say it with a C-H-T. Twitter. Twister? Twitter. Twitter? Like a C-H at the... C-H-W is how... But then I said it to myself, and then I said it to the whole office, I don't know, it was like a couple weeks ago, and everyone was like, yeah, you do say Twitter, not Twitter. Okay. Holy Promo code John Boy. Promo, Promo code, code John Boy. The Cubs signed Jake Arrieta to a one-year $6.5 million contract. Trevor, ex-teammate of yours. This guy. One of my favorite teammates I've ever played with. So I'm happy to see him go back to the Cubs where he had so much success. Still don't know what the Cubs are doing. I have no idea what they're doing. But I'll always root for Jake Arrieta. And I'll always say this. He's got a chance to be one of the best pitchers in the league. I don't care what you say about his last year, whatever. The way he works and his mindset, um, I expect him to have a good year. Well, they traded away a Cy Young guy for a Cy Young guy. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love memories. Uh, Trevor saying he can be one of the best pitchers in the league this year. I'm, I'm going to come down from that a little bit. You calling bull spit? I'm calling a little bit of bull spit. Okay. I mean, I love a good work ethic. Um, you know, CC Sabathia's got a great work ethic. He's lost a ton of weight. I, I don't think that means if he hopped on the mound right now, uh, he'd be great. So, um, I think you're going to get major league innings out of Arietta. Um, I do like that, and that's. That's kind of the back half of this Cubs team right now, and I feel like as we get further in our team profile and projections, ad coming soon, um, you know, Jake Arrieta, you're going to get a professional start. Trevor Williams, our guy, right now they've got him as the five-star. He's going to give you a professional start. So um, guys that are familiar with the National League, uh, still worried. <laughs> the two things I'm worried about with their pitching staff is the depth and the talent. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> this is some big things. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Wow. Can we can we talk about Trevor Williams for yeah. a sec? Do you want me to bring up like the Amir Garrett thing? It's, I do. You do? Interesting, right? Like he put that. <laughs> he it's put not it like we're there. like digging here. This was out on IG. Well, this happened when we had Trevor Williams on the show the brawl, and he talked about the brawl, and then yeah. Amir Garrett responded to what he said on our show and was like. Fuck that guy, basically. Yeah. 
it's real. The 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 hate. It's one it's guy real. in MLB baseball. <laughs> MLB like Amir Garrett. It's, I yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm. They're in the same division. Um. Again, I'm I'm curious to see how this goes because you know you don't see this too often in the big leagues. You don't see guys absolutely hate each other and talk about it openly. Like I hate some dudes, but I'm not just going to go out saying that I hate him and I want to you know pull up on him. But Amir Garrett. DGAF. The Cubs might work this year. Wow, now you're coming on to them. Can I give you some stats on Jake Arrieta, Trev? Need them. In oh, 14, God. 15, okay. and 14, 15, and 16, I believe, were his Cy Young vote years. 14, 15, 16, yeah. 15, he won the Cy Young. Um, back then. Nasty. I mean, he was, he was throwing a ton of different pitches. Like, uh, his mix was... Really, I mean, his Cy Young year, he threw his sinker 33% of the time. He threw his slider 28% of the time. Fastball 18, you know. As he went to the Phillies, he became sinker only. I don't know if this was a, I don't know what caused this. I'm guessing some people that follow Cubs and Phillies more know, like, was there an injury? Was there something? He became 61% sinker ball pitcher at that time. And I think it's because someone looked at his stats, right? And in twenty in twenty fifteen, when he won the Cy Young, his sinker had a one ninety one batting average against, and it's still his most used pitch. It had a, I mean, two fifty seven slugging against. Like his sinker was dominant last year. His sinker had a 634 slugging, a 402 batting average. Year before that, it had a 304 batting average again. So his number one pitch just isn't doing it anymore. And now he's using it more than he did when it was working. So I really don't know what's happening with his pitch mix and stuff like that. But it seems like I hope his graph goes back to a, a steady mix of everything instead of just, you know, last last two years his sinker was 50 and 52 percent of the time so yeah i mean part of the reason i'm excited about him this year like i said i know his work ethic his body is still in phenomenal shape so i don't think you have to worry about that and sometimes all you need is the right voice in your ear you know so maybe he didn't get that in philadelphia clearly he didn't get it in philly you know they went through a couple different pitching coaches there while he was there and now he goes back to the Cubs. I don't know if the same guy is there, same pitching coach. I guess we should have looked that up in Chicago. But a little bit of familiarity. You get that juice flowing. He's in Wrigley again. Maybe he's pitching more day games. Maybe that's a thing. But I, I'll die on the hill that I'm, I'm going to root for Jake Arrieta. And I do think he'd have a big year. Maybe he's not going to be Cy Young, but hey, they don't need What him. do you mean by big year? Can you give, me, give us a stat line? What what do you want? What kind of stat? Like fourteen and nine, a three three oh, four. Just regular old traditional statistics. What I think he's going to end up. In. Oh, give us his ex bacon. <laughs> oh man, I I what I would like to see is you know the hits per nine go down, like because that's what I'm looking at right now. Like when he when he won the Cy Young and the year before he had point three. Oh, that's said Homer. Sorry, uh, five point nine and six point three, and it ballooned last year to ten point four. So, you know, some of the softer contact, he needs to get back to that. And maybe that's uh, pitch grip on his sinker, Jim, like you were saying. His sinker wasn't sinking. So maybe he gets back and figures that grip out again or 
uses that special sauce in Chicago. I don't know. But I'd, I'd, I'd expect him to – I mean, he had a 96 and a 90 ERA plus the last two years. I would look for him to be over league average again 100%. All right, so baseball reference is predicting with 67% reliability Mm -hmm. that he's going to have 133 innings pitched, which is around 20 to 23 starts, I guess. Decent enough full season where we are now in baseball with a 4.67 ERA and an 8 and 9 win-loss projection. Is that worse than you're thinking in your head? Yes. Okay. I can see him being uh, like up, upper threes this year. That'd be a hell of a season for him. Yeah. Um, that'd be a nice little bounce back. Jake, you started coming around on the Cubs. Do you want to extrapolate on that? You just opened saying, up with you didn't like their depth or their skill, and then you were like, I think the Cubs might do it. In the starting pitching rotation. I mean, I, I just I scrolled up to their lineup, and man, you click around lineups, you don't see as much name power and depth as you currently see in the Cubs' starting lineup, and it's uh, it's crazy, man. I mean, right now, Fangraphs has Jason Hayward uh, eighth, Jock Peterson sixth, you know, Bryant, Rizzo, Hat. Like, dude, if if a chunk of those guys put it together, I don't know. They they're gonna need Arietta to have Trevor Plouffe's three ninety RA season. I mean, he's a career 376. He had a under a four as recently as, what, 2018? 2018. So, I mean, like, he can do it. Okay. All right. That's the Cubs talk. Maybe he hated the mound in Philly. I don't know, man. Yeah. Maybe. Did you like it? I wonder if I ever stepped on the mound. Remember when A-Rod stepped on Dallas Braden's mound? That's kind of fun. Someone did that to the Lizard King in uh, St. Louis. What's his name? Michaelis. 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 Yeah, someone did that to him, and he got really mad. Who was I made a breakdown on it. I totally forget. You just need to chill out. Who cares? I think it was like as Drew or like Starlin Castro or... Freddie Galvis. Freddie Galvis. And he was like, what? Freddie Galvis is like the most universally liked person in the game. Like, chill out, dude. It's my day, though. It's my day. I'm pitching. Yeah, pitchers basically have like 30 birthdays a year. It's so ridiculous. It's obnoxious, Jim. I'm, you know what I say to him? Hey, I'm in the lineup today. I'm in the lineup every freaking day. Yeah. You don't hear me talk about I want what music to wear, what freaking jerseys to wear. Get at it. Get over yourself, pitchers. Just wow. stop. Pitchers are babies. Oh, thank you. It's beautiful. Wow. All right, speaking of pitchers, James Paxton signs with the Mariners. He goes back to the team he was with. One year, $8.5 million guaranteed. There's some funky incentives in here, Trev, that kind of made my eyes widen a little bit. Like, he gets seven hundred and fifty dollars if he starts 10 games. And I was like, that's a really low bar for games started. Paxton has started more than 10 games, I think, for the last eight years. Sands, obviously, the shortened season that we just had. And that's just seems like they're like, yeah, you can come here, but we don't think you're that healthy. I don't know. I, for some reason, it's like that's really low. Like <laughs> for to give 750k means that they think it's kind of likely that he doesn't start 10 games, which makes me think the reports and his bullpen session weren't like incredibly 
thought of, but I don't know. He also gets another 750 if he starts 20, correct, Jake? Is it 20? Yep. Yeah. I guess it's like Are those insurance. counted on the, the what's it called, the threshold? Yeah. If, if, if they, they kick in. If they year. kick in, yeah. Okay. So. Hey, it's the – Jake doesn't have a solution, but if guys could opt for free agency a year earlier, because he was coming off back-to-back seasons where he started 28 and 29 games, 376, 382 ERA, um, you know, a K per nine that's at an elite level. And, uh, yeah, man, last year he got hurt, a pretty significant back injury. He tried to bounce back, and then he was his average fastball you know, he went from a 94, 95 average fastball guy to a 91. Um, so, yeah, talk about hitting free agency at, at the wrong time. Uh, and, hey, everything we said about Arietta reunion-wise, um, you know, goes back to Seattle. It's a pit, pitcher's ballpark. Um, he's kind of – he's a silly – he's an interesting personality. I kind of like him for Seattle. His eyes kind of light up sometimes on the mound. Sometimes they don't, and that worries you a little bit as a fan. But uh, I like it. Go shove and – Hey, either maybe the Mariners lock him up to a to a team friendly three or four year deal if he looks like James Paxton again, or could become a very interesting name around the deadline if he if he looks like the James Paxton from twenty fourteen all the way through twenty nineteen. Yeah, he, he I think he'll be traded or he'll be a trade piece for them if he if he's healthy and pitching well. Paxton, as a Yankees fan watching him, was very interesting. It was either. He was like mean and pitching. He he liked to say downhill within with intensity, or he was like droopy shoulder, Snoopy Snoopy sad Charlie Brown walking on the mound like, oh Paxton's not into this one at all, and then it would go terribly. Uh, he was a big body language guy for me. It's like Pineda, same guy. Like the very much like they call him Mister Peas. You heard that saying, Trev? I don't know what that means. David Cohn, in his book, he said that that's what they would call a lot of starting pitchers, uh, Mr. Peas, where, like you're saying, everything has to be perfect. One Ooh. thing goes off, and then their whole wow. like vibe and day gets ruined, and you can just see their body language change. I, I think it's a little harsh to Don Pax, and I've seen a lot of pitchers that are way worse than that, but sometimes it was like, dude, like, he had a first inning woes, and you would just see like sadness like abound on his face, and it's like, come on, man. I mean, you guys watched it a lot more than me. I mean, like I'm not one to talk about body language. I'm sure you can find plenty of clips of me playing where my body language is poor, to quite poor. But I get it. You know, if you're looking at these guys and you're going to a game and Paxton's on the hill, you're spending your good money on going to a ball game, and you see him moping around, you don't want to see. You don't want to show your kids that. So I get it, but it is hard to always have that, you know, uh, I don't even know what to say, that kind of demeanor where you're it's just tough. on all the time. But if the, if he does it too much, then I totally get it. But you got to kind of give some breaks here and there. Draymond Green talked about that last night. That was a big thing on Twitter last night. Um, that Sometimes shit happens. I, I fully understand. I mean, I, you got to be wired weird to – Bring the be a light switch guy like Tom Brady. Like every time you're on the field, you're just in like yeah. crazy mode. Those guys are rare. Mode. They really are. I just appreciate the pitchers who will grind through a start. Like that's why Tanaka was so loved. 
Because on days he, quote-unquote, didn't have his stuff, he would just make shit up or get intense. You'd see him scream at himself. Well, like Paxton had a couple games where he did that, and it was awesome. I kind of I like Pax finding it again and gets the extension because, hey, these Mariners looking into their front view window, they think it's coming. They've got five top 70 prospects that should be up in the next two seasons. They already have some young guys that are up and doing it. And, little quirk, right now their top four starting pitchers are all lefties. In their rotation. Weird. Well, that's cool. Weird. Mar- Marco, Paxton, Kikuchi, and Justice. Kikuchi. That's like when you draft, all of a sudden you look at your fantasy football draft and you have like way too many running backs or quarterbacks. You take, like, what are they, you, all lefties? What are they doing? You take that tight end in the second round because you're all like, you know, you like oh, the value that. there. And then, that's an interesting thing. I don't know what that's about. Who's their GM? DePoto? Yeah. Yeah. Jerry. Get a righty. A, there's a lot of right-handed bats in in the big leagues. Get a ready. Let's go. Do it. Let's go. Uh, oh, the Padres. They saw the Dodgers making moves and said, let's make some more moves to our bullpen. They get Mark Melanson and uh, Kella. Keone. Keone Kella. So, I mean, those are some good pickups. What's their bullpen look like right now? They got pitching. I like yeah. Melanson and I like Keone. You talk about a body language guy. Keone is going to stare right through your soul when he's on the mound. Pomerantz, like Pagan, Melanson, Pierce Johnson, mm. Matt Strom, Keone, Kella. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Tim Hill coming from underground to throw it. Tim Hill. Pods are good, man. Timothy Hill. Yeah, I don't really have much besides good good gets. Good bolsters, man. They don't they don't have that defined closer. Right now it looks like they've got DrewPalm.com penciled in. My guy, Ole Miss. Married a Vandy girl. Might be there. We'll see. Um I don't know. I'm interested to see if they just do straight up closer by committee at some point this season. Do you go with your pagan ways, Melanson, Pomeranz? Interested to see how it all develops down there for Are you guys Sunday. a Last three outs are different uh, person, or are you a, I need my best reliever in the highest leverage situation? Uh, heavy, heavy life questions here. I do. So I do think the last three outs are different, especially come postseason. But if you don't have one of those guys, like if we went around the league, how many would I think? How many teams have that guy? I don't think it's a lot. And then, you know, I don't know. The Yankees have been spoiled with their bullpen. That is a little deep of a question. It, it's a heavy, it, it depends who's out there. Yeah, I think it's really case by case. If, if you've got three really good guys that can put their ego aside and not have that old school closer mentality and get the outs where you need, like that's the dream, I think, in modern baseball. But there's a couple guys out there that still – Deserve that like night. Chapman for you guys is back end of the game because we've seen him come in in non save situations and he hasn't done well. Yeah, Maybe Chapman kind of like doesn't even care about regular season games. So for him, for for him, he's strictly back end last three outs kind of guy. And you need guys on the same level because there's still this. If you use if the Yankees use Chapman. In the eighth inning, and he mowed down a pair of lefties, and it was good job, good effort. 
And then last year, Adovino came in and got knocked around for the ninth. No one cares. You say, why didn't you? Yeah. Why didn't you wait? So. You can't ask Yankee fans about that. I mean, we've been so spoiled because not only do we have Mariano Rivera and then Chapman, Cashman has always got had a closer in the eighth inning guy. Zach Britton is a closer that is our eighth inning guy. Uh, David Robertson was a closer that came to be our eighth inning guy. Rafael Soriano was a closer that Cashman brought in to be the eighth inning guy. So we've just been overtly spoiled with eighth and ninth inning guys that sure. we don't really have a normal mindset for it. Okay. Hater, Hater, and Devin Williams, they're going to be fun to watch. They were fun to watch last year, but if they fully go, hey, you're the stopper today, you're the closer, and they eye the lanes, so that, that could that could change baseball, I think. It'd be fun. <clears throat> uh, that would be a high leverage situation. I'd want my best guy in there. It's hard to do that. You have to have the guy wanted, he has to buy into that role. Yeah. Like, like I Andrew Miller bought into that role. I think Hend- Hendricks had a really good quote when he signed with the White Sox. He was like, I don't I don't give a damn. I just want to get the outs. And like, yeah, that's what you want. Straya. I love it. Yeah. He's he's he has some funny quotes out there. He's 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 doing it the right way. The Rays signed two pitchers. They signed Colin McHugh to a one year one point eight million dollar deal and Rich Hill, who's forty one years old, to a one year two point five million dollar deal. They also brought back Archer and um, Waka, uh, yeah, our guy Eno Saris wrote a really good article about their strategy here. They basically have 12 starting pitchers, like six old, kind of injured, risky guys, and six prospects who they're looking to take the leap. And then Yarbrough, Torinos are like the stable guys. Is there one more stable guy that I'm missing? Um, Glass now, obviously. So they're just going to throw the kitchen sink and see what sticks comes they're going to do a lot of bulk innings probably, a lot of piggybacking, a lot of you get the first three, he gets the next three, and by postseason they see who's still around and who's twirling it. Um, interesting way to go about it. Horned up on your race. You guys have been seeing it the past few weeks. I I think I think they're looking at it totally differently. I, I don't. You know, I think Blake Snell leaving a normal team would hurt that team, but they kind of impl- implored him differently. That's not even close to the right word. Um, Torinos is out, says the chat. Torinos is out. TJ? I I think he got hurt late August. Oh, okay. I mean, last now, Rich Hill, Archer, Yarborough, Waka, Colin McHugh, uh, Honeywell, if he can ever stay on the field, is supposed to have crazy talent. Two-way McKay is supposed to be doing it. Um, They've got... 12 guys who are going to get starts this year. Eno Saris wrote a really good article on it. They see, you know, an MLB season, you need 800, 700 good innings, and they've got enough guys to do that. It's going to be funny to see timing of injuries because that's almost a game they're playing now amongst their young guys. Uh, They've also got that McClanahan kid is normally a starter. Like, they've got bodies. Rays are going to pitch, and, hey, when we talk about the Rays reclamation project and going forward, how does that organization work? What do they get out of Waka, Archer, Rich Hill, Mahew this year? Because they can start bringing that to, if those guys shove, they start bringing that to every free agency. And now the Rays have this weird, cheap, (laughs) messed up pitching factory. I hope they suck because I'm a Yankees fan and I want them to be bad. And I hope they suck because I, I don't want people to be copying their strategy more because I think it's bad for the growth of baseball. Boom. They, they'll I, probably I, be good. 
They'll probably be good. I made my mind up on them. I need to go through all these TPPs before I make kind of my World Series selection again. But I'm not feeling like I'd felt last year about them. That's just – that's a me thing. It's not a them thing. They could be the same on paper. And maybe after I do some more research, I'll feel a different, uh, different way. But they just don't – they sparked it for me a little bit. They got the juices flowing this year. I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. We'll have to do a deeper dive. Deeper dive. TPP. All right. We got a couple other things here. The Yankees signed left-handed pitcher, Justin Wilson to the bullpen. They also gave Jay Bruce a minor league deal. The Orioles signed Matt Harvey to a minor league deal. Him and King Felix just swapping war stories. Matt Harvey telling King, like, yeah, me and you, we used to be really big. And King Fields like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you weren't uh, like yeah. me. Uh, Seth Lugo will have surgery to remove bone spurs in his elbow. He won't throw again for at least six weeks. Do you guys have anything on any of that? Trev? Trev, do you have anything on Wilson or Bruce? We we clearly, we did a whole Talking Yanks episode on it, so. I'm not too familiar with Wilson. Um, is it a minor league deal or major league deal? Major league deal. Okay, good for him. More depth. Uh, Jay Bruce, I love him. I've known Jay for a long time. I mean, literally since 04, he's always been able to hit. And that's just another depth piece. I mean, you guys have some outfielders there that, you know, don't have the best track record of staying healthy. So Jay's there. And, gosh, I can only imagine him playing, hitting balls into that short portion, right? The guy can still hit, dude. The guy can still hit. So, Good for them. Matt Harvey, I could care less about. Sorry. Sorry, Dark Knight. Harvey's going to look bad in the Orioles uniform. Have we talked about that yet? Mm-mm. I think Ooh. Harvey and King Felix both won't look natural I a, think King Felix Orioles uniform. I think King Felix can look good in any uni. I don't know. I think he opens up enough buttons. and you know, I, I see that, Jake. Yeah. I see that. He, Big old baggy uni. That might be the... Maybe that's a team that, that we can get you on, Trev. What what's who's the all can rep any uni team? Harper. Tatis, obviously. Tatis. Team Harper's Felix. a good uni guy for sure. Um it's, not everyone can do it. Not everyone can do it. Lugo's kind of a, a decent blow to the Mets. 2018-2019. Dude made 115 appearances. It's only two, six, six weeks though. Two six eighty RA. Yeah, but you know, getting into the season and He's going to have to build up from there. He's not going to have spring training. We've seen yeah. these pitchers are creatures of habits. Uh, he was he was pretty mad last year, but they kind of messed with him starting and going to the bullpen because he was looking so good. So interested to see how that Seth Lugo is supposed to be a big part of that team if the Mets are fully operational. I guess Yankees injury brain like six weeks is absolutely nothing full. if we get a full season. <laughs> I Absolutely. Oh, I thought you were going to go the opposite way with it, where six weeks turns into twelve weeks. No, every instantly. every Yankee misses at least six weeks, so I don't like that's doesn't phase me. Get it out of the way. Get like sure. You know how many like Didi Gregory has missed a full month every year. He still was there in the playoffs and had good numbers. Like <laughs> I don't know, it's just warped injury Yankee brain. Mm-hmm. You tell me, you guys, going to be out six weeks and where where to start the season? Oh, great. He'll be pitching in June. That's basically the start of the season. Yankees brain. Yankees injury brain. Trevor, in 2015, you went two for two, two RBIs against Justin Wilson. Whoa. That was when he was a Yankee, too, and he had a really good year. Whoa. Ground ball up the middle. 
to score Sano on July 26th. And then in the single to left field, I think through the shortstop third base hole, scored Mauer. So congratulations. Thank you. Huge. Good job, Trev. Lefty sounds white to me, Justin Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nailed I got it. Uh, Cleveland signed Billy Hamilton and Ben Gamble to minor league deals. Ass Crabs goes to the Diamondbacks in a one-year, $1.75 million deal. That's really it. That's everything. Uh, we do have our daily episode starting tomorrow. We had everyone rank the order of the teams, and we're going worst to first. So tomorrow's team profile and projection will be the Pittsburgh Pirates, correct? All over it. Yep. So they're like 20 minutes long. Um, So from today until opening day, there will be an episode a day of Talking Baseball. We do this. um, This will be the second year we're doing it for Talking Baseball. We've done this for Talking Yanks. We're going on this will be our fifth year or fourth year doing it. So daily episodes strap in. They're coming. They're quick. They're fun. Again, you know more about your favorite team than we do, but we're trying to figure it out for ourselves so we can get some understanding. Some, uh, we come in with one idea and leave with another. Some we uh, stay the same. Trev, can I talk to you for a second? Yes, you can. Jake Odorizzi, what's going on, man? I've been checking in with him, and uh, things are just still kind of moving slow. Okay. You know, I'd assume it'll pick up now that pitchers and catchers are yeah. reporting. But is that a game the, the owners are playing? Maybe. Who else is still out there? Cole Hamels, no idea what he has in the tank. Porcello, there's some innings for someone if they want him. Yaya Puig, Jackie Bradley Jr., Taiwan Walker, Trevor Rosenthal. Um, that That's can, a big one. That can, be, that can be significant for the right team. Um, Tommy Mill one, Trevor's guy that he likes to shit on. Mitch Moreland. <laughs> um, no, I love Tommy. I just pick against him in the homer. <laughs> Brett Gardner, Brett, Brett Anderson. Gardner. Yeah. Cool. So, a little more action coming. Not too, too hey, much. Let's go to spring training. Okay, let's You're just go. Soft. You get out here for opening day. You're soft. soft. Get out here for opening day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be out there for opening day. I need to find a way to get vaccinated. On the record? On the record? Did you just uh, say you are going to come here for opening day? I got the A-OK from Olivia. Ooh. Which is, like, really the only step. Okay. But, um, now so we have to figure it one. out. Done. So you're coming. You want to stay at my house, or you want us to get your hotel? There's a there's a hotel in the Bronx called the Stadium Inn. Uh, looks like oh. looks like uh, if I, don't I would guess the Bronx, they don't have a single bed in the hotel. What's that? Stay I'd stay with BBD and his grandma if they're just gonna make out all the time. Yeah, yeah that's a show then. people want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, David, I think I'm going to try making out with Trevor today. No, Grandma, <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, Olivia might come with me. Might be. Yes. Ooh. Out Olivia, Granny. There we go. All right. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, you'll see us. TP peace. Bam. Enjoy. Party.